Hello, hello. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. Hello, Rebecca. I see you're hello, on hello. here. Hello, good morning. Turn off my thing. How are you this morning? Welcome to the workshop. Unleash your inner fire. Ignite your fat burning flame and maintain your healthy lifestyle forever. I'm so excited for this workshop, ladies. If you're tuning in live, let me know where you're tuning in from. Rebecca, where are you tuning in from? Thank you for your support. You're always on here. Hello, hello. Washington in the house. You're coming on here. Um, just to let you know, there's a little bit of a delay, about three second delay. So as I go through this, I, I may be talking faster. I just want the, the slides to catch up. Hi, Teresa. Where are you tuning in from? Watching you on my phone here. <laughs> thank you for thank you for hopping on. Let me give you a couple more seconds to see if uh, some other people are going to hop on here before we get started. <clears throat> Yeah, it's cold, huh? Yeah, it's cold here too. We're in California. It's a, it's been about in in the fifties, so it's pretty chilly here for us. Ontario, Canada. How's the weather up there, Teresa? Cold, chilly. Couple more seconds here. Can you guys hear me? Okay, everything's good. All right, we're going to go ahead and get started. Anybody that's coming on here. <clears throat> All right, so I'm going to go ahead and um, minimize my screen. So I will be, yeah, cold here. Oh, wow. Yeah, be safe. <laughs> 50 would be warm. Yeah. We're trying to brave the weather here, so bundling up here in California. But uh, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, minimize my screen here in a second because um, I have some slides that I want to show you. But uh, again, welcome to the workshop, Unleash, Unleashing Your Inner Fire. Um, this is an exclusive workshop where I am going to reveal some secrets to you about how you could get that fat burning flame. Really, it's a hormone response, right? get that fat loss flame burning and keep it going, right? Um, how to maintain that healthy lifestyle. So with that being said, I'm gonna go ahead and share my screen here. So, yep, like I said, uh, unleash your inner fire and exclusive workshop on igniting your fat burning flame and maintaining your healthy lifestyle forever. Um, let me Let me wait for the slides to catch up here sorry ladies i see that they're not uh it's not showing here on give me one second that's because you have to press share rachel <laughs> there we go all right, we're good to go. There you go. All right, 
So unleash your inner fire um, and keep that fat burning flame burning forever. And so basically what this workshop is about, you know, are you tired of fat diets and quick fixes, weight loss solutions that never seem to stick? If that is you, go ahead and let me know in the chat. Um, I mean, for go off camera here. Let me know if the, in the chat, are you tired of dieting? Everybody's tired of dieting, right? Everybody's tired of dieting. I just want to know how to eat. So that's what this workshop is going to be all about. Uh, quick fix weight loss solutions that never seem to stick. Do you struggle to find a sustainable and effective way to shed unwanted pounds and keep them off? Is that you? Yeah. If that's you, let me know in the chat. Yes, yes, I hear you, Rebecca. Well, you are in you are in the right place. So in this workshop, what we're going to cover is the basis of sustainable eating that nourishes your body and fuels your fat burning flame. So I'm going to talk a little bit about hormones, but I'm not going to get too in-depth in it. Um, but there are a couple of hormones that you want to know about that are involved in the fat burning process. Okay. And the secret to finding a workout routine that works for you and keeps you motivated. Techniques for managing stress, right? Because stress will stop the weight loss process. And many people don't know that. And developing a positive mindset that supports your weight loss or fat loss journey. Hey, Marisha, let me know where you're turning in from. Welcome to the workshop. And the importance of hydration, sleep, and other lifestyle habits for keeping the flame burning and bright, and then strategies for staying on track and avoiding common pitfalls that can sabotage your progress, right? Because we get going and we get motivated. We see a, see a few little pounds come off and then all of a sudden, boop, we stop, right? So before we get started, let me just read this little disclaimer um, uh, because I talk a lot about a lot about health issues. And so uh, the content presented in this presentation is not intended to diagnose, treat, or many medical or physical, emotional disorder or disease. It's for informational purposes only, education and self-empowerment, okay? So please consult with your doctor as always, our health practitioner, wellness team. If anything that I talk about resonates with you or you may be concerned, um, consult with them and let them know. All right, so a little bit about me. My name is Rachel. I'm a holistic transformation coach. I specialize in women's fat loss, fat loss versus weight loss. There's a difference, but fat loss metabolism and hormone health by targeting the root cause or things that are, pre are the reason why you're cause, uh, gaining weight and what's preventing you from losing it. So if you hang around to the end, um, I do have a special gift for you. Um, and, and if you have to hop off, I understand, but catch the replay if you're watching this on the replay, put hashtag replay. If you're watching this live, uh, press hashtag live. Um, I'll try to get through this as quick as possible because I know you guys are busy and have to go to work, okay? So, but if you hang around to the end, I have a special gift for you. It's free. <laughs> I always have to say that. So um, as we go through this workshop, I want you to keep in mind the four pillars of wellness, right? I always talk about that. Nutrition, stress management, sleep, fitness, exercise, uh, or we'll call it exercise movement, however you want to phrase that. But those are the four uh, pillars or the foundation of maintaining a healthy lifestyle. So once you reach your fat loss, weight loss goal, or whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish, these, th these four things are always in motion. Okay. So always keep that in mind as, um, you're thinking about like your eating, your exercise and so on and so forth. Okay. 
and things that you want to start working on. If you have any questions at any time, just go ahead and push them, uh, pop, pop them in the chat. I'll be glancing down every once in a while, see if I can answer them live for you. And if you're watching this live, but hashtag live, if you're watching it on replay, I'll also um, be answering them on the replay. So you can go ahead and um, put that down as well. Okay. So we're going to get started with the basics of um, a sustainable uh, eating plan, right? What does that um, entail? And so, you know, we hear a lot about, um, one second here, I got to reduce my screen here. So the basis of a sustainable eating plan, right? And you'll hear me talk about uh, a lot about different diets and different things like that and why I'm so uh, against them because I actually teach you how to eat, right? We're in our 40s, 50s, you know, 60s or whatever. It's like, really? Do I have to learn how to eat? Yes, because there is a key to eating, what we call mindful eating, that will actually release different hormones um, that will trigger when you're full um, and will trigger when you're hungry. So when we talk about resetting our metabolism um, and different things like that, the, basic, the basics of sustainable uh, eating plan, that is included in it, right? Mindful eating. So we'll dive a little bit deeper into that. So it's understanding the relationship between food and metabolism, uh, what type of foods help to increase your metabolism, which ones can impede it, and how your hormones are involved in that as well. And the role of macronutrients and micronutrients, right? We hear a lot about macronutrients, which we'll get into the carbohydrates, proteins, and fats, right? But we don't hear enough about the micronutrients, which are your vitamins and minerals that are important in nourishing your body as well. And if you are deficient, how it will prevent you from losing weight. So um, some of this stuff you may hear, um, you know, it's repetitive, like again, the carbs, proteins and fats, we already kind of know the basics about that, but I'm gonna give you a little spin on it. And, and so just to kind of give you something to take away. How to create a balanced and satisfying eating plan that fuels your fat burning flame. So again, that fat, fat burning flame, go ahead and write this down, that fat burning flame is actually a hormone that targets stored fat. Okay, so that's how we're going to unlock it. There's a specific hormone that targets stored fat, and we're going to talk about how to release that hormone. Okay, so understanding, let's get into it, understanding the relationship between food and your metabolism. So when we talk about your metabolism, there are certain hormones that actually, again, unlock this whole process. Okay, um, the first one being your blood sugar. So, and we, you know, we know about insulin, glucose and all that. So um, the key to this ladies is understanding how to control your blood sugar, because that's where it all starts, right? There's a little process that happens when you're, when you eat, right? It doesn't matter what you eat, your body turns it into sugar and then it either, either stores it um, in your muscles or the liver converts it to fatty tissue. That's it, right? The liver gets overwhelmed, then it starts to store it as cholesterol and different things like that. So understanding the relationship between the food and the metabolism, it's not only what you eat, right? The carbohydrates, it's how often you eat, right? That keeps your blood sugar elevated to a certain level to where your body cannot 
respond. So there's like a little sweet spot in there to where your body could actually use that glucose that's floating around in your system as energy or your muscles can use it as well. And we'll get into that when we talk about the exercise part a little bit, right? But the key to that, and that's when, when I was talking about the mindful eating part and understanding, um, you know, that, that timing part, right? That timing part in, in terms of we've been told, right? And, you know, I'm guilty of this as well. And I've learned through the process, you know, as a trainer, um, this is what they taught us in nutrition, right? The basics of nutrition, right? You know, have to eat five times a day to keep that metabolism burning. Well, actually, that's not totally true. Once I started, um, you know, studying endocrinology a little bit more um, and understanding how the hormones work, if your blood sugar is elevated to the point, this is when we get into insulin resistance to where your body or your cells cannot accept any more sugar, right? It will stop. And then that's when the whole thing, your liver starts to store it as fat. Okay. So that's where it's blocked. So the key thing here, or the main takeaway here is to understand how to control your blood sugar. Okay. The next um, thing I want to talk about here, let me get my slides together. All right, it's understanding the role of macronutrients and micronutrients in nourishing your body. So again, we talk about the carbohydrates, proteins, and fats, right? The three basic, we hear a lot about um, the macro balancing, right? Carbohydrates have a specific role in your body. Your body wants carbs, okay? So anybody that's on a uh, low carb, no carb diet, I know, I know, there's arguments about this all day long. I don't need carbs. I don't want carbs. But here's the thing. Carbs serve a specific role in your body, just like proteins and just like fats. Okay. So you need all three of them, but they are in uh, different ratios. So again, you want to make sure that you have the right carbs, obviously not the refined carbs, the sugars, the, you know, the um, things that don't have any nutritional value. So I basically say, if it doesn't have any color, there's no nutritional value. But what I mean, so say, for example, is like rice, right? White rice doesn't have any nutritional value, but brown rice, black rice, colored rice, all those different types of rices, they do. So those are the type of what we call healthy carbs and then complex carbs, right? Your vegetables and different things like that. That's actually, right, pretzels. <laughs> bagels there you go Teresa you got it um you got it exactly you want to stay away from those things because they have no nutritional value and then that you know they do funky things with your blood sugar and there are certain type of foods that you can eat to where your blood sugar is actually not elevated at all so yeah and they're very nutritious so um as we get into this a little bit further when, when we start talking about um you know nourishing your body I talk about nutrients I don't talk about diets and I don't talk about eating plans and different things like that in that respect so I want to kind of you know trigger your brain brain here or shift your mindset a little bit as it relates to food and understand that we want to nourish our body with nutrients and so if you're into calorie counting and different things like that just know once your body has what it needs you're not hungry so if you're craving certain things, it's either because your hormones are craving it, like cortisol or different things like that, or because you're deficient in a macronutrient, right? Protein being one of them or a vitamin deficiency, 
So those are the only reasons why you're having cravings. Hormone related, especially cortisol, where you're craving sugars and carbohydrates in order to fuel that hormone, right? Because it needs energy to do certain things or you're deficient. So those are the only two types of cravings that you're going to have. But again, if your body is nourished properly, you're not going to have those cravings. And then quite naturally, um, your calories are going to be reduced, you know, just by the process of that your body doesn't need it, right? You're not hungry. Hormone signaling. You have that hormone that your body says, I'm not hungry and I'm not going to eat anymore. So that's what this whole thing is about, is getting that body, getting your body to unlock those different hormones so it um, so they could do its job, right? So the next one is um, proteins, right? Uh, proteins, huge. Protein blocks are the, uh, I'm sorry, protein or what we call the amino acids, right? Your body breaks it down into amino acids, essential and non-essential amino acids that your body needs. This is the raw material. This is super, super important, right? Um, Again, when we talk about keto diets or high protein diets, your body does not want to use protein as an energy source. It will, if it has to, when you reduce your carbohydrates, but it does not want to. That's not its role. Your, the protein is the building blocks. Your body wants to use it for muscle tissue building and repair. Hair, skin, nails, uh, tendons, all that kind of stuff, the structures of your body. That's what your body wants to use protein for. So when you overload it with protein by eating more protein on different, these different types of diets, you put more stress on your kidney, right? Then you have problems like gout or other joint issues because you um, protein produces uric acid. Too much protein does. So when we talk about balancing, right? Um, not necessarily macro balancing, as in terms of how much you put on your plate, but having the, the correct ratio or the ratio that your body needs in order to do its job, protein is huge. But again, you don't want to have too much protein in your diet and you also want to have a correct mix. So if you're, I know you've probably heard about, oh, you know, chicken, you know, in, you know, in fitness industry, we hear, I don't have to eat chicken breast and broccoli all day in order to lose weight. No. You should actually be getting a good mix of protein. So that includes poultry, meat, which is your beef, you know, um, not including poultry, turkey, you know, that that's poultry, right? Chicken, turkey, um, duck, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, meat is your, your beef, right? Your ostrich and different things like that. Uh, your legumes, your beans, right? Which a lot of veg vegetarians eat, right? So those are protein sources. Your egg. Right. It's kind of like in a, in a category all by itself in the sense that it is a complete protein. So by mixing or and fish, right, different types of fish do different types of things. Right. So you have um, you want to make sure that when you're eating, you're getting a wide variety of different types of proteins in your diet, not just one type of protein. Right. Cheese. Um, is also a protein, right? Uh, yogurt is a protein. Mushrooms are protein. So making sure that you're getting a good mix and then you're not mixing them all together is very, very important. Okay. So, um, and then fats, right? It's the healthy fats that we want to, um, got to move the slides here. Sorry, guys, ladies. Um, 
uh, fats. You want to make sure that you're having the healthy fats, obviously, in your diet, right? You hear, okay, you have to eat healthy fats. The only thing we hear about is avocados, right? There's more healthy fats than avocados, right? But here's the thing with healthy fats, right? There, there's you have you've heard of the omega three, six, and nine, right? Again, it's not just healthy fats that we want because your hormones, get this, ladies, your hormones need two things. Talking about healthy hormones, they need proteins and they need fat. Those are the two materials that they need. So if you're limiting your body on what you're putting in, right? Like you're counting calories, like, oh, I can only eat 1,200 calories. Then you're limiting the amount of resources that your body has to use in order to do its job. So that's why it's fighting you. So it's like, mm mm. So again, it's understanding how to use food to your advantage so your body can use it to do what you want it to do. All right. So anybody have any questions so far? Go ahead and uh, pop them in the comments. I'll glance down here every once in a while. All right. And then the other thing about fats is um, you want to make sure, depending on, you know, if you have inflammation in your body, right, there are certain type of fats that you want to eat and then those ones that you want to stay away from. Right. So too much of, say, for example, uh, omega six, even though you need it in your diet. Right. Inflammation is good. Right. Inflammation is good, just like the stress response hormone is good. But it's when it gets out of control is when it causes a problem. So too much of omega six will actually increase inflammation and you don't want that. So, again, you know, that's your canola oils. Right. Your uh sunflower oils and different type of oils. There's certain type of healthy fats that you cook with, right? And then there's some that are better for like salad dressings, right? Some that are great for inflammation, like flaxseed oil, or, you know, they have walnut oil. They have all different types of oils, right? That you could use um, that are healthy fats. So just keep in mind, right? When we're talking about nutrients and nourishing your body, there's so many things that you could do with food. You could really have a lot of fun with it, you know, explore and, you know, kind of get away from just the avocado. Avocado is good. I love avocados, <laughs> but there's, uh, you know, more to this than that. So just keep that in mind um, when we're talking about nutrition, nourishing your body, right? In order to keep that fat loss flame uh, or in order to ignite it and keep it burning. All right. And then the second part is vitamins and trace minerals. So, right, peanut oil, right, olive oil. And so, you know, again, yeah, that's another one, right? Olive oil um, and avocado oil. I think those are the two big ones that uh, people use a lot of, and then they cook with them. And like I said, there are certain type of oils that are better to cook with, right? Because the what they call the burn point is higher on there, um, on that as well. So, um, you know, keep that in mind. So uh, when we talk about vitamins and trace minerals. Um, how many of you, you can put this in the chat, um, know that this is huge, right? That this will actually prevent you from losing weight if you're deficient in certain vitamins and trace minerals, right? Um, and here's the thing, you know, with taking supplements, I'm just going to throw this in here right now. Um, taking supplements is fine. Um, Supplements are meant to supplement your diet, not replace a poor diet, right? So keep that in mind. So if you're eating healthy or eating, you know, you're getting 
um, the amount of nutrients that your body needs continuously. Um, you don't need a whole lot of supplementation. Um, and again, you know, vitamins and, you know, multi regular multivitamins are there to help supplement a generally, you know, well nourished diet. So keep that in mind. But there are certain vitamins that your body absolutely has to have, right? In order to function. Anybody can, anybody? Yeah, grapeseed oil. Yeah, exactly. Has a higher burn point as well. And actually grapeseed oil, um, I actually use it to bake um, instead of the other oil, right? <laughs> it's actually, you know, very, very light. So yeah, grapeseed oil. That's a good one. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that up, Teresa. So um, vitamins. So can anyone tell me, drop it in the chat, um, what vitamins, what are the essential vitamins that, that your body needs, right, in order to function? And then there's one of those that actually acts like a hormone, right? Vitamin C, D, absolutely. C is actually very good. Um, uh, it's a very good um, vitamin antioxidant, obviously, but to help support stress, right? So that's a little tidbit I'm gonna give you right there. <laughs> uh, B12, absolutely. B12, your B vitamins are actually very, very important in the fat loss process as well. Fat loss, not weight loss, but fat loss process as well. Because your B vitamins actually, um, you know, this is what we call, you probably heard about the Krebs cycle back in the seventh grade, right? Probably haven't paid mo no more attention to it, but your body actually has an energy cycle. The B vitamins are very, very important in that whole process. So B, what they call the B complex, but there's one that actually works really, really well with your liver, right? Remember I was talking about your liver is the one, is the one who kind of diverts this whole fat burning thing, right? So uh, B vitamins are very important in, in supporting your liver in order so your liver can do its job. So if you're deficient in your B vitamins, right, you can get, you know, your B vitamins from food and different things like that. B, B vitamin for fat loss. Yeah. For sure. They they do play a very um, instrumental role in the fat loss process, not, you know, you know, uh, specifically by themselves. Right. It's it's like a support system. Right. You have an orchestra each each uh, instrument in the orchestra has a specific part to the overall sound of the music, right? You have your, yeah, exactly. Wow, <laughs> wow is right. And your each vitamin plays a specific specific role in this whole process, right? Like I was saying, your you know your D vitamins, your D vitamin actually acts like a hormone. It's the only vitamin that acts like a hormone. So you have your A, D, E. C, sometimes K, right? Um, fat soluble, non, not fat soluble or um, vitamins, right? And then we get into your trace minerals, right? Um, if you're deficient on trace minerals, that could actually interfere with your hormones, like your thyroid hormone. And what are your trace minerals? Anyone know? Let me know in the chat. With your trace minerals. And like I said, um, a lot of when we talk about, um, you know, different diets, right? Again, back to the fat diets, um, keto and paleo and whole 30 and all those different things like that. They don't get into this, right? They just say, eat this, eat that, follow this list, follow this list. And you're wondering why you're struggling and you're having problems. Like, how come I'm doing what you said? You know, I've been following this diet. How come, how come I'm not losing any weight or losing any fat? It's because it doesn't address these things right iron exactly 
right? Um, iron is huge. So, you know, huge in the whole transport of uh, transportation of oxygen. So when we talk about the flame, oh, here, let me give you a little fun fact, right? I don't know if you noticed this. Let me know if you noticed this uh, station break here. I use a blue flame, a blue flame. Anybody know anything about the blue flame? Let me know. Let me know in the chat, right? Because this is, this is the perfect segue here when we talk about the iron and the oxygen. Right, the flame. The blue part of the flame is actually the hottest. Did you know that? Go ahead and look it up. <laughs> so that's why I use the blue flame. That's why this is all about blue, right? But here's the thing when it comes to flame or fire. It needs oxygen, right? In order for the fire to burn, it needs oxygen. So, you know, you know, this isn't anything about fire science, but, you know, it's true. It, the same thing applies when it comes to your body, when it comes to exercise. We'll talk about the different systems when we get into that. But your um, iron is important in the trans, uh, transportation of oxygen, right? In those little red blood cells, right? So huge, trace mineral. If you're low in iron, you know, you're yawning, have low energy and all the time, uh, all the time. Probably, um, probably an iron issue, not just by itself, but, you know, because there are other things that, that um, have a role in that, but iron is part of it. What's another trace mineral? Copper, iodine, manganese, right? Um, calcium, right? Think back again to the, uh, to the seventh grade. If you look at that chart, remember that periodic table chart thing? All that, right? Those are trace minerals. Sulfur, huge, right? Those are things that your body needs on a cellular level, right? And it's just like, you know, am I going to eat a handful of sulfur? No. But just think about like in nature, right? Or when you were kids, you see kids that eat dirt. Or like if you're pregnant and you eat ice, you know, like people eat ice. There's, there's some type of deficiency that your body has that is trying to, to fill, right? Nitrates, calcium, exactly. Potassium, all those, you know, electrolytes right? Those are, those are what we call the trace minerals and different things. So again, if your body is deficient in any of these things, sodium, um, you know, it, it really is going to affect <laughs> how your body responds. So keep that in mind. So how, how do we create a balanced and satisfying eating plan that, that fuels this whole process? Again, focusing on nutrients instead of, you know, trying to balance the diet. And really the key here is to understand what your body needs. And that's why I'm so, you know, so much against, you know, the whole balancing, macro balancing thing. And it's not that it doesn't work, but it has its place. Okay. And we'll talk about that a little bit later, but how to create a balanced and satisfying eating plan that fuels your, the key here is your fat burning flame, right? Talking about that blood sugar hormone, right? The insulin, uh, um, that helps to, uh, so your body can utilize the free, free floating glucose in your system, right? And so your liver doesn't store it as fat. And so your liver has what it needs with those, you know, vitamins and trace, um, nutrient, uh, trace minerals and nutrients. So it could do its job. So really, again, understanding how different nutrients support your body to do certain things, it's going to run more efficient. For you, you know, it's just like if you have right um, 
Uh, I may give you an example about, hey, hey, Melina from Ontario. Welcome. Thank you for hopping on your live. If you have any questions, let me know in the chat. I'll, I'll be happy to answer them. Um, but say you have a car, right? You could put your uh, a high-performance vehicle, right? Tesla, I don't know if you have a Tesla or whatever. Well, I guess that's not a good example since they use electricity. <laughs> okay, so a high-performance vehicle, a Porsche or something like that, right? There's a certain type of fuel that you need to put in there. They say high-performance fuel, right? Um, now, you could go to Arco and put, uh, or whatever, you could put cheap gas in your car. It'll still run. It will get you to where you need to go. But will it run more efficiently if you use the recommended gas that the manufacturer says? Of course it will. You get better gas mileage, right? It's a high-performance vehicle. So think about your body. It's the same way. It's a high-performance machine. So if you give your body high-quality nutrients, right, that your body needs, again, because everybody's deficient in something, you just need to figure out what your deficiency is, right? And give it what it needs, then it will work perfectly for you, right? And then it's going to function at a higher level Then you won't need to take those naps in the afternoon, right? Um, if you're having, an, um, an again, an, um, a thyroid issue or something like that, supporting your body with foods that help support your thyroid. Or if you're um, dealing with a lot of stress, Eating foods that help reduce inflammation, help to support your adrenal glands, help support the stress process. You can't control the stress. So if you've been following me, um, you know, on my on my Facebook profile, I talk about a lot about chronic stress because I was affected by it a lot, right? And I had to learn this through the whole process of learning how to support my body. We can't control, always control the stressors that happen in our life. Some of them are immediate car accidents, surgery, and different things like that. But then there are other things. It's like, you know what? Um, you can support your body through the process. And that's the key, right, um, with the nutrients. So um, how to create that balanced uh, and satisfying eating plan. Again, it's finding out what your body needs, wherever you're deficient, um, and understanding your body and giving your body what it needs in order to do it. So again, when we talk about diets and all these different things, um, depending on where you are, I'm in the United States, um, have managed to reduce stress work week. That's wonderful. You know, if you have a, a inflammation issue going on with your body, right? Uh, eating an anti-inflammatory diet to help reduce the inflammation, right? Now this is a when I, I hate to use the word diet, but a way of eating, because that's what diet is all about. It's a way of eating or what you do on a regular basis. But introducing those foods into your way of eating or how you eat on a regular basis to help reduce the inflammation in your body. That's what you really want to focus on. Okay. Um, so again, focus on nutrients, avoid macro balancing. Not that people, you know, again. There are trainers and health coaches that this is their thing. And I understand that, right? Um, and like I said, it does have its place. But again, it's understanding what those different things, carbohydrates, proteins, and fats, what their roles are in the body, right? Too much carbohydrate. Um, here's the thing with carbohydrates. Can you have too much? Well, what's too much? I've never seen a fat or obese marathon runner right? Marathon runners eat a whole lot of carbs. I've never seen a fat or obese boxer, 
right? They eat a whole lot of carbs. And what's the thing with the carbohydrates? It's that their body is in a position to where it's using carbohydrates efficiently, right? So remember when I was saying in the beginning about your blood sugar and carbohydrates, it's if your body or if that whole blood sugar insulin response is not working properly, your liver is going to store it as fat. So, um, and not, and your muscles aren't going to be able to use it as it's intended. In the case of the marathon runner, those carbohydrates, the marathon runner is using those carbohydrates efficiently. So again, carbohydrates has its place. And if your body's in a position to use it, it will, right? Fat diets, again, those are frameworks um, or guidelines that a generally healthy person follows. So it doesn't address hormone imbalances. It doesn't address all those different type of issues or, you know, macro, micro nutrients that your body needs. It just says, follow this list, eat these berries, don't eat these berries. You know, this is on the bad list. This is on the good list, you know, kind of giving you an overall picture, right? But um, if, you know, potatoes are fine, you know, but what if you can't eat red potatoes because you have some type of genetic disposition to eating potatoes, but it's on the list. You see what I'm saying? Getting to know your body is very, very important. Um, and then calorie counting. This is huge, right? Cal cal calorie counting goes right there with the micro uh, macro balancing. So much attention, ladies, is focused on this calorie counting thing, right? All I have to do is reduce the amount of calories that I eat and I will lose weight. Well, guess what? And I'm going to say this, but it's true. People in starving countries, they don't have a lot of food. All weight loss is not created equal. You could be healthy and lose weight, but you cannot be not healthy and lose weight. I didn't say that right. So <laughs> let, let me go back. Um, all weight loss is not created equal, meaning that you can lose weight and not be healthy, but you cannot be healthy and not lose weight. Got it. Right. That's the thing. So the whole thing is healthy and balanced, right? Being healthy, your body will not retain the extra fat because again, it's using that fat or your body, your liver is not going to store it as fat because your body is using that free glucose floating around the system efficiently. Okay. So when we talk about counting, uh, counting calories, when you limit the amount of resources your body has to use, you limit the resources that your body has to use. So again, if your hormones need fat and proteins, but you're saying, well, I'm only going to eat 1,200 calories. Well, guess what? Of those 1,200 calories, does your body have the raw materials that it needs? I would say no. But again, if you focus on nutrients, your body is not craving these different things. And, and here's the thing that a lot of people don't understand. If you're deficient on protein, your body will crave it until it has its fill. So that's why people that go on these fat diets, it's like, oh, I've lost 50 pounds and then I gained 60 back. Yeah, because you've limited the amount of resources that your body has to use and it will remember. So when people say, oh, I'm going to trick my body, mm -mm. you're not going to trick your body. It's a lot smarter than you. Okay, your body will say, I want what I want and I'm going to get what I need. 
I'm going to keep telling you or I'm going to keep bugging you until I get what I need. And that's when you overeat, right? Because that hormone signaling is not working because your body is saying, I need this, I need this, I need this, I need this. So just wanted to touch on that a bit. So if you're into calorie counting, I want you to really rethink that whole thing, rethink that macro balancing thing and rethink the fat diet thing, right? And focus on nutrients. And if you you need help with that, or if you have any more questions, go ahead and pop them in the chat, right? Feed me, right? Remember the uh, the dinosaurs that old thing, you know, feed me, feed me, I'm hungry. <laughs> feed the baby, right? Exactly, healthy and balanced. You know, not, not, not all weight loss is healthy. Exactly, Lynn. Nope, it's not, you know. It's, it's, re- it's really not, so. And then two, right, you could be doing all the right things and still have a hormone imbalance, and we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. So um, the next thing we're going to talk about is finding, out, uh, finding a workout routine that works for you, right? And how does this work in terms of keeping the fat burning or keep that flame burning, okay? So um, a lot of you ladies who are like, we're in our 40s, 50s, right? Some of us in our 60s, but um, our body's functioning a little bit different, right? So we have these hormone imbalances going on, um, things that we don't know, we're deficient in certain nutrients and things. And then we want to throw out a, a workout routine that's not working in our favor either, right? So so when we talk about um, a workout routine, it's not necessarily how old you are or what type of working or working out that you're doing. It's what is the purpose of your your workout, right? Uh, in terms of, are you working out for general health? Are you working out to change your body composition? Because there is a difference, right? Um, your body has different needs and there's a different type of workout in order to do that. So uh, finding a workout routine that works for you, again, what is it, what goal are you trying to accomplish? Is it for fat loss? Then We'll see what that what that looks like. So the benefits of the different types of uh, exercise for fat loss, obviously, is that, you know, it helps to use that that free floating glucose. Right. So your liver doesn't store it as sugar. But the key with that or excuse me, doesn't store it as fat. But the key with that is. If you're already in a position to where your body is not burning it. Right. And what I mean by that is like, I'm working out, I'm working out, but I'm still not losing weight. That means your body is working against you. You, um, It means you're probably inflamed. Your body is not using, obviously, the stored sugar as it's supposed to. And that whole weight loss process is blocked until you can reverse it. That's that hormone I was talking about. How do we get that hormone to target that stored fat as an energy source, as opposed to um, so our body could use that? Uh, sugar in exercise. So if you are in that position, I would say stay away from HIIT workouts, right? Or what we call high intensity interval training workouts. And what that means in terms of high intensity, is it good? Yes. Does it work? Yes. Will it work for you if your body is not um, in that position? The answer is no. And here's why. Remember, I was talking about that whole iron and that fat burning thing. HIIT workouts are what we call an anaerobic type workout, means that your body is not using oxygen. That's why you can't do it for a long time. High intensity. Okay. If you look at the marathon runner, 
versus like a track uh, or, or a sprinter. If you look at their body makeup, it's different. A sprinter can only sprint for a certain amount of time because they're using a different energy system. That's what a pit workout is. That's what a Tabata workout is, right? That's why you can't talk while you're doing that because you need oxygen. You're like, wait a minute, let me finish this set. Let me do these for 30 seconds, right? You want to use a type of workout where your body is using oxygen, where you can have a conversation, right? Because that, that helps that fat burning thing, right? Remember, I was saying that fat needs fuel in order to burn or, you know, uh, that fire needs oxygen in order to burn. And so you want to do those types of workouts that are uh, actually going to help that process along. So you hear a lot of trainers say, or you hear people say, well, if you want to lose weight, stay away from endurance type activities, right? Don't do a whole lot of cardio because they're working against you. Well, that's not necessarily true either. So again, remember, we're, we're talking about you and your body where you are, right? If your body is not using it efficiently, if you're stressed, if you have high cortisol levels, then of course, high endurance type activities will increase your cortisol levels. So you want to stay away from them from a time being until you can get your body in a position to where it can respond and use those carbohydrates, right? Or use that fat efficiently. So it's understanding how to use those different type of workouts to your advantage. Walking is always great. Great, great, great. Right. Um, you can use, you could do power walking, right? I would really stay away from, again, if your body's not responding the way that you wanted to, um, any type of activity that you can't hold a, hold a conversation, right? That that's a key right there. Brisk walking is fine. Very, very good. You could throw some stairs into it, right? You can, you can walk for time. You can walk for distance. You could, you know, there's all kinds of different things that you could do, right? And, and, and modify your walking, but walking is actually very good. We're coming up on the summer months. Water aerobics is huge. So if you have joint problems or different things like that, water aerobics is very good, right? You could do all kinds of exercises in water. Matter of fact, um, one of the best type of workouts that you could do is in water. You could run in water. You could do things that you can't do out of water, in water, right? Squats, different things like that. It's actually a pretty fun workout. So I don't know where you are, where you live exactly, but, uh, you know, stairs and waters, pushups, all kinds of things. Um, if you could get, to, if you could get in water or if they have like a YMCA or some type of indoor activity thing, you could do it. You can get, get into some water, get into some water, right. And do some exercises. Uh, very good. So, um, Let's see what other thing. If you have any questions about exercise, you can go ahead and um, throw them in there in the comments and I'll uh, answer them for you. And then the importance of finding a routine that fits your lifestyle and interests. So here's the thing. Finding something that works for you. Huge, right? It has to be enjoyable. So even though something is a fad right now or, you know, whatever is popular again, you know, with the hit workouts and Zavato or, you know, it worked for such and such over there. She looks great. Well, again, her body is different. Her body, you know, she could she could have been working out for a long time. And keep in mind also like these videos and stuff that you see, these people are people who are in shape, who have been in shape and have been doing this for a long time. So you get your buns out there and you're just starting to work out and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't do it. And you're feeling defeated. Well, yeah. So you want to start with something at your level and then work your way up to it. I mean, it's good to aspire to do that. But again, 
Why are you doing it? What are you doing it for? Are you doing it for competition? Do you do it because are you know you want to run a marathon? Um, are you doing it for general health? Because it's you know that's in, important too. So uh, really quick back to the cardio thing. I, I wanted to talk about this uh, as well as your is your heart right? Um, again, a lot of trainers, health coaches say, oh, you don't need to do cardio. Cardio is very important for this important reason. Your heart is a muscle and you want to train it just like any other muscle. The stronger your heart, the more efficient it is, the more blood it pumps per beat, right? And the more nutrients get circulated. So you always want to include some type of cardio into your workout routine. There are three things that you always want in your workout routine, flexibility, strength training, and cardio. All those will help with the fat burning process. But again, you want to understand, and this is probably a little bit of an advanced topic, but um, what's your intent behind your exercise? Is it for general health? If you want to change your body composition, because your workout will change, right? General health is different from somebody who's trying to run a marathon. Totally two different type of workouts, right? Changing your body composition is totally different from, you know, somebody who's trying to, uh, um, you know, do corrective exercises for low back pain, right? Two totally different type of exercises. But what we've uh, come to the point, you know, in this whole health and wellness industry and following people on Instagram and different things like that is they have these, you know, circuit training type workouts and, you know, um, it's just kind of like one big hodgepodge of generality, right? And it's just like, well, and you get defeated because it's like, I'm doing this, but it doesn't work for me because one or two things, that's not your workout. It's not for your goal, right? Your goal, your workout, your diet, what's going on in your body. It really has to be that tailored. And once you learn your body and you learn what your body needs, then you can adjust accordingly, all right? So again, back to the importance of uh, finding routine that fits your, um, sure, no problem, Teresa. Okay, I'll, I'll get with you on that. Um, the importance of finding a routine that works for you, you know, if you like roller skating, I'm an outdoors person, so roller skating is huge for me. I like to be outside, walk, swim, all that kind of stuff. I'm not a big fan of yoga. I'll say it over and over again, not to say that yoga doesn't work, not to say that it's not important. It doesn't have its benefits. It does. I prefer Pilates over yoga, right? Um, right. About the exercise, you need to find out exactly what, uh, or exactly, exactly. It will not work for you, no matter how much you try. Like you could have a best friend and you're like, hey, you know, Sally wants to do this. And if you're not into it, let me tell you, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I'll see you after the workout, right? Um, so uh, yeah, finding something that works for you. And then how to create a workout plan that keeps you motivated and consistent, right? Again, finding something that works for you, that works for you, your schedule. You know, we have these guidelines exercising, you know, two to three days out of the week, five to seven days out of the week. If you could do Monday, you know, Wednesday, Friday, do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. If your thing is Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, do that, you know? You could fit it in, but it has to be according to your schedule to where it doesn't stress you out, to where you don't feel like a failure if you don't do it, right? When we talk about lifestyle, it's something that, you know, it's not a pass or fail. It's something got in the way and I'm going to pick up where I left off, 
right? Mindset is huge when it comes to something like that, right? How to create a workout plan that works for you. And when it becomes a part of your lifestyle, you don't feel defeated if you can't do it. When it becomes a part of your lifestyle, it just becomes a, you know, a part of your routine that you just do every day. Oh, I'm going to go take the dog out for a walk, right? Or, you know, I'm feeling a little stressed. So I'm just, you know, um, go walk on the beach. That's what I do. <laughs> uh, you know, I do a two for one. I take my dog out and, you know, I go for a walk on the beach just to kind of clear my head, right? And, and before you know it, that, you know, that 30 minutes, I come back refreshed and, and ready to go. So, you know, again, finding something that works for you and creating a plan, you know, um, and going along with that. All right. So managing stress and developing a positive attitude or positive mindset as it relates to keeping that flame burning. Um, can't tell you how important that stress management is, right? Again, we can't control the stressors, but responding or controlling how your body responds to it and supporting your body through the stress response is huge. Okay, because that cortisol hormone, it will block up everything for you. And a lot of people don't realize it um, because the stressor has been there for so long and you really don't recognize it until you remove it and reintroduce it back into your life or back into your system. You just deal with it on a regular basis, right? Um, so how do you know? Because it's difficult for you to lose weight. You're not sleeping, right? Not sleeping, not sleeping well is a sign that you have high cortisol uh, levels. Um, it's affecting different hormones in your body, right? Uh, think about your adrenal glands being like the central point. So if you're having problems with your sex hormones, your adrenal glands are huge, right? Uh, hormone imbalances, um, low libido, mood swings, high flashes, all of that. You can, it can be traced back to cortisol. It's not just the age thing, right? It's not just that you're in your 50s or you're perimenopause or you're, you know, uh, menopause and blame it on that. Mm -mm. I can guarantee you there's probably some type of stressor there, right? And I use the analogy like a duck on a pond, right? You're just kind of gliding through life and you're not realizing how stressful it is because it's very subtle, right? It's just something that you just learn, like you learn how to live with a limp, right? Or you learn how to just live with a muscle imbalance. Like you don't even recognize it anymore because it's just become a part of what you do. Well, that's what chronic stress does, right? That's what it does to, to your body. You just kind of learn. So it's being mindful of those things. Um, and if you don't know, I would encourage you to kind of just take inventory of your life and pay attention to that. If you're, like I said, if you're having trouble sleeping, which again, if we go back to the beginning and the four pillars of wellness, sleeping is one of them. There's probably some type of underlying stress that's going on there, okay? And then developing a positive uh, mindset will actually help as well, right? Um, how is that gonna help that? Um, <laughs> keep, keep my fat burning. Well, again, if you're thinking positively about, or mindfully, right, positively about what you're eating, how is it fueling your body? right? Because remember, food should be doing one of five things at all times. Controlling your blood sugar, inflammation, repairing, right? With the, with the proteins um, and protecting, which is the antioxidants, right? Those, those are the things that, that your food should be doing. So thinking positive about, you know, life, being mindful, um, telling yourself things that help 
fuel this process, right? Um, and it does make a difference, right? Talking to yourself, telling yourself negative things, it does make a difference. It's just like I was telling somebody the other day, like, how do you how do you expect your body to respond and be nice to it, nice to you when you lie to it every day? Well, I'm gonna do better. You know, I'm gonna feed you right, and then you cheat on it, right? I'm gonna have this cheat meal. <laughs> okay. All right, exactly. Uplifting thoughts. Well, you don't cheat on your body, right? You don't have a cheat meal. If you want a cookie, just eat the cookie. You don't have to cheat, right? You don't have to cheat. Do you like cheaters? Do you like to be cheated on in your relationships? Do you like to be cheated out of your money, right? Do you like to be cheated in any way? No. Well, neither does your body. Why why are you going to cheat on your body, right? You haven't been eating sugar all this time. Right, and I'm gonna cheat on you, and I'm just gonna give you the, all of this sugar, so now you can respond in a favorable way. Your body's like, yeah, right. And then you wonder why it rebels on you, and you have these headaches and all kind of different things like that. So just keep that. Just be mindful of that, right? Gut health, right? How sugar affects your gut health. We haven't even gotten to that, but um, that that's that's huge too. So um, right. Um, the impact of stress on eating, fat loss, and overall health, uh, techniques for reducing stress and cultivating a positive outlook, um, how to stay focused and motivated um, even when your progress is slow. So here's the thing, the self-sabotage thing, right? Um, what I call the Cinderella complex, right? You're doing well. Everything is going great. You're starting to, uh, other people will notice it before you do, right? In the mirror, in the mirror right? You're losing you're losing weight or you're starting to feel good. And then all of a sudden, what happened? You, you stop. It's like, oh, you've gotten to the point. No, that's not the point where you stop. That's what the point where you keep going, right? <laughs> Slow is fast. Exactly. Slow is fast, right? Um, and here's another thing, too. If you're not seeing and you're doing all these things, right, and you're not seeing the response that you would like, or you see the body stop, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing anything wrong because um, sustainable weight loss or long-term weight loss or long-term fat loss, let's use fat loss because that's the correct term. Um, Long-term fat loss is when your body has to catch up to what you're doing, right? So Say you're working out, working out, and it's like all of a sudden it's like, well, I lost 10, 15 pounds in the first month, and then all of a sudden nothing's happened. I'm doing everything right. I'm doing everything I'm supposed to. I'm watching my nutrients. You know, Rachel said my my exercise has to be on point, and I'm doing that, and I'm still not seeing anything changing. Well, so that means that just just needs to be like another little tweak that needs to happen. So I tell my clients is, you know what, take about take a couple of days off, let your body rest. And then come back to it. It's not that you're tricking your body, right? Because we hear a lot of things about that too. Let's trick the body. Again, you cannot trick your body. You cannot trick your muscles because your muscles know more than you. They're going to do what they do, right? And your body's going to get what it needs. It's giving your body what it needs in order to respond the way that you want it to respond, right? So if it's not responding favorably, it just means that your body's catching up, right? Because if you're losing weight too quickly or if your body's feeding on on, on your muscle, you get that flabby look, right? You see people who lose weight too fast and they have that flabby look. That's because their body's feeding on itself, right? But if you're working out, right, your body has to shift. It shifts gears. 
it's losing, it's targeting that stored fat. And then now it has to, to shift gears to build muscle. So it's like, well, well, what do you want me to do first? What do you want me to do second? You want me to work on muscle building or do you want me to do this? So it's constantly shifting back and forth, constantly. That's what it does, hormone balancing, right? That's what it does, shifting, shifting, shifting. So just because you're not seeing it right away, it doesn't mean that it's not working. You just have to give it time. Now, keep in mind, that means all all else being equal, right? Your sleep, your nutrients and different things like that. So just be mindful of that to not get frustrated and and don't get that Cinderella complex like, hey, girl, you know, I'm looking good. And then all of a sudden, you know, you sabotage your diet. Right. We're all we've all been guilty of that. It's just like, no, keep going, keep going. Right. Keep going until you get to that point. Right. Get over that hump. And then um, exactly. Keep going, Rebecca. So uh, next thing is hydration, sleep and other other lifestyle habits. So hydration. Water, water, water. Many people have trouble with water. What is the thing with water? Can anybody tell me in the chat? Like, are you a water drinker? Can you tell me in the chat? Are you a water drinker? Do you like water? Do you have problems drinking water? Let me know in the chat. Can you do better? We could all do better in drinking water, right? So here's the thing with water. Water is what moves everything around, right? We need it. Huge in the whole metabolic process. Huge. Can't get away from it, right? If you want that fat burning flame to keep moving, you have to drink water. There's just no way around it. Um, do you have to drink gallons of water every day? No, there's a certain amount of water. And then, you know, um, you'll learn. You'll learn your body, right? Um, minimum, they say half your body weight in water in ounces, but that changes. So if you're working out, of course, your water increase will change right because you're losing it in sweat you're losing it in urine right if you're having trouble drinking water here's a little tidbit i'm gonna give you put some i'm not talking about like stevia or anything like that like those little water things flavored water um but some water has funky taste exactly um i'm actually a fan of alkaline water i have an alkaline water machine um I think I I got it like in 2008, huge fan of it. And here's the reason why. Um, alkaline water helps to balance your system, right? I'm all, I'm all about health and balance. So it helps to balance your system, right? The whole metabolic process is a waste process, right? Water tastes like dirt. Yeah, I, I, I know a few of those. Uh, the whole metabolic system um, is very acidic, right? Um, and so you want to have something or drinking water that will help to balance that out. And here's the thing with alkaline water too, it's very hydrating. Okay. So the water, water molecules are a lot smaller. So you don't urinate actually as much as you do with other water, other water, commercial water on the system. Think about the whole process, right? You know, get stored in the warehouse, the plastics, you got the BPA, which affects your hormones or different things like that. The whole heat, cold thing affects your, yeah, affects your, you know, hormones and different things like that. So, you know, they do have water filters, you know, that you could buy charcoal water filters, different things like that. Try to get, you know, most of the impurities out. Distilled water does something else different to your body to help with that. But alkaline water is huge, balances your blood right? Helps to balance your blood. And I use the analogy like this, right? 
I don't, I don't know if you're fishing, but uh, if you're into fishing or if you know anything about fish or pools, I use both of them. So fish. Saltwater fish cannot live in a freshwater tank, a freshwater tank. Same is true for the opposite, right? If you have a fish tank and the balance is off in the water, what is going to happen to the fish? They're going to die, right? Because that water has to be balanced with a certain amount of uh, levels. Well, that's what happens in your body, right? When your body becomes too acidic on the inside, it produces certain things, joint problems, right? Remember I was talking about the gout, right? Um, cancer actually lives in a very, and it thrives in an acidic environment. A lot of people don't know that. So you want to help hydrate your body, right? Cortisol, right? You can flush some of that cortisol out of your system with drinking water. A lot of people don't know that, right? Water is huge. It moves those nutrients around. And here's another thing too, when it comes to constipation, um, not talking about how stress and everything like that affects you know, constipation and different things like that, but it does. But water, remember I was saying your body's a lot smarter than you are? It will take what it needs in order to do its job. So it will extract water from your colon in order to help move these things around. So if you're having problems using the bathroom, yeah, a lot of people don't know that. It's like, I need water. Where am I going to get it from? If you don't give your body a lot of water, it will retain it. So it's like, oh my gosh, I have all this water weight gain. Why? Because your body's like, you're not giving it to me. So I'm going to keep on to, I'm going to keep holding on to what I have because I don't know when you're going to give it to me. So the thing is, give your body what it needs in order to do its job and it will work for you. So if you start giving it to it on a regular, right, just like if you have a pet, right, at first, you know, if you, if you have like an abused animal, if you, you know, at first, you know, if you raise your hand, it kind of flinches, right? It's like, oh, but after a while you pet it and after a while it kind of gets used to you and used to the, you know, whatever. Your body's the same way. It, it, it's very skittish. It's like, I don't trust you. You cheat on me. You don't give me water. <laughs> You're welcome, right? You cheat. Um, you cheat on me, you don't give me water, you don't give me these things, but then you expect me to operate for you the way you want me to. It's like, no, I'm not. So if you're, again, if you're having trouble drinking water, do like uh, fruit infused water. You could throw like blueberries, mint, um, you know, all these different types of things in, in it. Um, lemon, oranges, watermelon, you know, again, summer's coming around. You could put all those kinds of things. And then you're getting the little vitamins and stuff, right? The nutrients that you're getting from fruit in the water and actually tastes pretty good. It's just like you have to, you know, like you have a taste for anything else. You can, you know, you have to develop a taste for water, right? And again, all water is not created equal. So if you're not in the alkaline water, I encourage you to try it. Um, not saying I recommend it. Yeah, lime is good too, right? Yep, exactly. Lime and mint, different things like that. Cucumber, huge, right? Cucumber is very good for hydration, right? Um, and sleep, right? Sleep again, how stress affects sleep. Sleep is very, very important in the whole fat loss process, right? Yeah. Cucumber and lemon. Exactly. And the whole fat loss, um, process and to keep it going, because here's the thing. Sleep is where all what they call what they say. Sleep is where the magic happens. Okay. This is where your body. Yeah. Peppermint and pepper, peppermint is actually good for digestion too. 
Uh, sleep is where all the goodness happens, ladies. This is where the repair takes place, right? This is where all the little elves come out, right? So again, if you're giving your body the nutrients that it needs, now it has the building blocks, now it has the raw materials and the resources to repair itself during sleep. And I'm not talking about like, you know, that that light sleeping. I'm talking about that deep sleep, right? Get that room as dark as possible. Kind of cool, cool it down a little bit. Get you a sleep routine, right? Huge. Rest. Sleep. Relax. Is very huge in the whole fat burning process. If you don't know how, well, put that on your list. Because <laughs> it's huge in the whole process, right? Um, quieting your system, your, your central nervous system down, because that's what's going. It's like keeping your foot on the gas, right? And again, that, stre that stress hormone, cortisone, how many hours of sleep should we get, um, hours should we be getting? So actually interesting, that was actually on the news this morning here in, in the States. They say between seven and nine hours, right? On average that you should be getting as an adult. I would say, learn your body, right? Learn you. That would be the key. You'll know. On average, I probably need about seven. If I go to sleep like around 11, I'll probably wake up because your body wants a routine. It will wake up naturally on its own once it's fully rested. Okay. Um, but your body likes a routine. So try to create some type of sleep routine, right? Um, to where you can rest. And then again, it helps with the whole cortisol that that whole circadian cycle and you know because your cortisol levels are higher at night or higher in the morning than they are at night and you know it, it really just depends but it's huge right but I would say between seven and nine hours but you know the key is get to learn your body um, the more efficient that your body is the more nutrients and balance that it is the less sleep is your the less sleep it requires to be honest with you right if you're sleeping, it's just kind of like you're sluggish, right? Your body's like, wait a minute. I have to expend all this energy processing all these toxins, right? I have to expend all this energy doing all these other things, repairing my liver, trying to, you know, um, help my, my, my kidneys over here because that's where the energy is going, right? So no wonder you're sleeping and you're tired all the time because you're having your body going all these different directions. So giving, like I said, giving your body what it needs in order to do its job, help your body, help your body, help you. And how you can do that is, again, you know, with the sleep. All right. And other lifestyle habits, again, you know, the four pillars, the nutrients, the exercise, finding something that's mindful, that works for you, that you enjoy. Uh, stress management, toxic relationships, toxic, toxic, everything, anything that's going to keep you on high alert or interfere with your health and well-being, right? Um, I didn't talk about, you know, the whole self-love thing, but it's huge. Um, I go over that in my coaching program and how when it's not necessarily prioritizing yourself, but when you um, love and care for yourself, all these things don't become an issue because it's like, no, I need my sleep. You got to go. This, I'll talk to you later. This is stressful, right? I, I need to go to sleep, right? You're getting it. Okay, tired now. <laughs> You know how kids, like my daughter, when she was young, like I didn't have to tell her, you know, go to bed. She would get her blanket. She would be like, I'm out of here. I'm going to bed. 
Um, so, you know, something, you know, turn off the news. You don't have to watch. Yeah, you don't have to watch the news at night. Same thing's going to be on in the morning. Right. And why do you want to go to bed with that sub on your subconscious anyway? Right. Read something, you know, positive, happy, you know, read your Bible, read, read something, something that's uplifting, something that you can meditate on in your sleep. Right. Um, journal. Right. Positive thoughts. Uh, all those are, you know, good lifestyle habits that uh, help encourage these things. Right. Because, again. When we're holding on to all this negativity bad eating habits, bad relationships, all this bad stuff that's going on, your body's like, wait a minute, I have to expend all this energy processing all this other stuff. I don't have time to be healthy right now. I'm just trying to stay alive, right? That's really what's going on. It's like your body's just putting out all these little fires, like seriously, really, all all around. Like, I don't have time to give you what you need in order for you to be happy because I'm too busy trying to, you know, just make it through the day. So how can you support your body so it doesn't rebel against you like that? So keep that keep that in mind, all right? So again, the impact of hydration on your metabolism and energy levels, very huge. The importance of uh, adequate sleep for fat loss and overall health. So here's the thing, the difference between fat loss and weight loss and why um, I use weight loss because that's a common term that uh, the industry uses that most people use. Um, uh, but the difference between fat loss and weight loss is this. Weight is made up of muscle, bones, organs, everything that's going on in your body. That's your total weight, right? Waste. Um, that's why, you know, depending on when you weigh yourself, you're like, oh my gosh, I've gained five pounds. No, that's five pounds of waste because you're constipated. Okay. It's not fat. It's waste um, that you're holding on to and, and versus fat. Fat is just strictly fat. If you look at a piece of meat and the marbling, the white part of the meat, that is fat. That's strictly fat. That's what you want to get rid of. You want to keep the white and you, you want to get rid of the white and you want to keep the red. Both of those numbers, the red and the white, make up your total weight. So if you are a person that pays attention to the scale a lot and um, you focus on, oh, you know, the weight part of it. It's going to mess with your mind, right? Exactly. It's going to mess with your mind. It's going to, you know, because those numbers travel in different directions. And meaning when you gain muscle, your body creates more bone. That's why they tell us, ladies, right, as you age, because you're, you're losing muscle tissue and your bones become an issue, right, to avoid osteoporosis, do weight-bearing activities, that's because your body creates more bone, bone weighs, right? So it makes up your total weight. But when we talk about fat loss, it's strictly fat. It's trimming down that white peat on the meat, right? Keeping the red and losing the white. That means your body composition will change, right? You'll look smaller, right? That's when we talk about losing inches. Your total weight may not change on the scale, because remember, these numbers travel in different directions, but the overall effect is that you have more energy, right? You look and feel better, right? So that's the difference between fat loss and weight loss. So that's something to be mindful of as you, you know, you hear these different terms like, oh, I want to lose weight. Again, I use weight loss because it's a common term that, you know, most people recognize, but it's really the, the correct one is um, fat loss. You want to lose fat, 
and maintain your lean body mass or your muscles, okay, and overall health, and how to make positives uh, shift to your lifestyle habits for uh, maximum results, all right? So um, really quick, we're almost done here. Um, common pitfalls that sabotage your fat loss uh, journey. Again, talking negative to yourself, doing things that sabotage uh, your results. Um, you know, if you don't see the progress right away, notice that other people notice it before you do i know we're in a quick fix society like i want to see it right now right right now right i'm doing everything i'm supposed to and i don't see it It, it's going to come right if you stay consistent like the the story of the tortoise in here if you stay consistent and make these consistent lifestyle changes positive lifestyle changes it will happen right health and balance you know your that's where your body wants to be right help your body help your body to get there making small changes subtle changes over a period of time. It doesn't have to be all at once, right? You know, and I apologize on behalf of the health and wellness industry. Sometimes we put this pressure on you like, oh my gosh, like you have to do everything all at once. No, you don't. Pick something that you could do, something that you could tackle, something that's not going to make you feel overwhelmed and start there, right? Just know that there are four areas that you really need to work on. Nutrition, huge, right? Stress management, huge. Exercise, very important too, but it has its place, right? That's kind of like if I had to pick and choose, that would probably be on the latter end because there's just so much until you kind of get your body into balance. Walking is always great. That's exercise. You could do that, right? And then, you know, exactly one step at a time or doing exercises that are going to help the stress response. Again, deep belly breathing, huge stress reliever, right? Um, different type of exercises that are going to support your lifestyle until you can get to the point to where you're burning efficiently, just like the marathon runner or something like that, right? It's a process you want to build up. Uh, you want to build up to it. So again, depending on where you are and what it is that you want to do, general health, marathon, you know, uh, bodybuilding competition, different type of workouts, ladies, right? Different type of things, general health, you know, let's start off with that. So we're not feeling overwhelmed or defeated, right? Weight-free exercises, huge. Weight-bearing, exactly. Body exercises, let me tell you. Thank you for bringing that up, Teresa. Uh, What they call uh, body exercises or just using your own body weight, best exercises you could ever do. And here's why. What we call compound exercises or doing... um, more than extra, uh, more than one exercise at a time, or like a squat with a press, right? No machine will do that for you. No machine will get all your muscles involved. The key with ex- with a uh, calorie expenditure, the more muscles that you can get involved in the activity, the more calorie expenditure you're going to have. That's why I said swimming is huge or water aerobics is huge because you got all kinds of muscles working at one time, right? And it's not as taxing on your system. The same thing, dancing is very good because you got all these muscles involved, right? So I don't know if you're like into dancing or, you know, uh, or any type of aerobic type activity, but that's good, right? Because all those muscles are involved, body weight exercises, right? What we use uh, in the training world is what we call integrated training, meaning how many of your body systems can you get involved at one time? What you see a lot in the industry is people working exactly, Teresa, dancing, um, for sure, uh, is what you see people working on mirror or what we call the mirror muscles. What you look at when you look in the mirror, right? Turn around, 
you look at your butt. Turn to the side, you look at your legs, right? Uh, you see your, you know, the, the front part of you, right? Turn to the side, look at your stomach. Those are what we call the mirror muscles, right? How do we get all those involved at one time? Integrated training. Training from the front, the back, the inside and out. Training those supporting muscles, right? With flexibility type exercises, right? It's, this is how our body's made. This is how we want to train. They had something a couple of years ago talking about functional training, right? Functional training are, are, are things that you do on a regular basis, twisting. So when you pick something down up off the off of the ground, you're like, oh, you don't stand up and like, oh, my back, right? Training your body or doing those type of exercises on a regular basis that mimic natural movements that you do every day, right? Walking up the stairs, step up, full body movements, exactly. Those are the best type of movements that you could do. Right. You want to work smart, not hard. That's the key when it comes to exercise and, and fat loss. Working smart, not hard. OK, getting your body to use those systems to your advantage. You don't have to do a whole lot of activity. You just have to use the right activity in order to unlock those systems. Exactly. Right. And to make them work for you. So um, thank you for bringing uh, that up, Teresa. Very, very huge. So um, with that being said, that's the end of this workshop. I hope you enjoyed it. Does anybody have any questions? Go ahead and pop them in the comments. I'll be happy to answer them for you. You guys are awesome. Thank you for, for staying on till the end. Anybody have any questions? Let me know. All right. If you're watching this on replay, just let me know. Um, um, thank you. Thank you for the hearts on replay. Push hashtag replay and pop your questions in at the end and I will be happy to answer them for you. Um, with that being said, I told you I had a special bonus for you, adding deep breathing to my routine. That's awesome, Rebecca. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Deep breathing. And I use this analogy on that as well. Um, as far as deep breathing. Um, and, and how focused you need to be on that. It's just like uh, floating, right? Versus treading water. So think about um, when you tread water, right? You have your arms going, you have your feet going. And the only thing that's above, your, above the water is your head, right? Um, when we talk about deep breathing and using it for stress reduction and different things like that, it's like floating, right? Think about when you float, if you're a swimmer or, or, or the amount of concentration that goes into floating, right? How much energy you just spend on relaxing, telling your mind, telling your body, relax. And just think about what happens to the body, right? It just becomes like it just floats to the top. Well, that's the top, same type of focus that you need to have when it comes to deep breathing or these meditative type exercises, right? It's not just about sitting there with your legs crossed, right? For 10 or 15 minutes and going, well, you know, I, I meditated today for 30 minutes, but I still feel stressed. Yeah. That's because you're not focused, right? Remember I was talking about being focused, being intentional about your exercises so they could work for you, right? The intensity is greater, working smart, not hard, but the focus, you're so focused on that to where the response is going to be greater and you're going to get better results by doing that. So if you're new to deep breathing, like there's all kind of and I actually have some. Let me know um, if you want, want some more information on deep breathing. Um, you know, 
some guides in like a, a audio that you can listen to that helps guide you through that. Um, I'll be happy to to shoot that to you. But that's very huge in helping to uh, relax the central nervous system. So with that being said, um, my Renew You Transformation, I have an opportunity for you. If you want to learn more about how um, this could work for you, I have a 12-week transformation program that I walk you through this whole process, right? Targeted nutrition, giving your body what it needs in order to do its job. Um, it's based on your blood chemistry. So, you know, it's not that we're just shooting in the dark here. Talk to you about uh, your lifestyle, what's going on, stressors you may have. If you want to focus on, you know, stress reduction, uh, your sleep routine, if you want to focus on your fitness or whatever, you know, I'm a certified trainer, been training for, you know, 25 years, uh, background in exercise programming. So you can have a fitness program tailored exactly for you, depending on what it is that you want to do. Um, that's all in a 12 week transformation process, uh, program in immersion, um, just DM me and we'll chat about it and see if that will work for you. So, and the next thing is the bonus, like I said, having you uh, for staying on, um, I have a bonus for you. 14 day Ignite Your Metabolism meal plan. Okay, this is free, right? I'm gonna share this with you. I'm gonna come off screen here for a second and I'm gonna pull it up uh, just for you. Um, Give me one second here. You could try it here for free. Um, so you can really start focusing on your nutrients, okay? So this is what it looks like, all right? You'll get access to this for 14 days, and this is what it looks like on the inside. I actually hear on the inside of it, you could, uh, uh, this is going to help ignite your your, your metabolism, right? You can actually play with this program, move things around, right? Um, I think I'm going to take this calorie part off <laughs> for you because I don't want you to focus on the calorie, but really, you know, there's different type of meals that you could have in here, kale, kale salad, strawberries, you could, you know, drag and swap, you can make smoothies, you could have green tea, uh, you could actually search on here, um, give me something, Ladies, let me let me search on it. What, what do you want me to search on? Um, you're welcome, Teresa. You're very, very welcome. Thank you for hanging on here until the end. So uh, let's see. Give me a meal here, ladies. Help me out. I'm, I'm going to try to pull something up here in the menu plan so you could focus on it. But this is free, right? 14 days. You need to use it for free. Um, ignite your metabolism meal plan. Uh, just for you, you can have your own account. Okay, thank you, Teresa. Talk soon. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Fish. Okay, let's look up fish. fish. All right, so here we have fish in parchment with pineapple salsa. Does that sound good? Yeah? Okay, so we're going to pull this up. Look at that. Wow. Tell you guys, hang out with me for a minute, right? You guys are gonna get some awesome stuff. So here, fish in parchment with pineapple salsa. Look at how amazing that looks right there, right? And it gives you the recipe all right here. You're in the whole calorie thing, right? And you really want to, we can get away from that, right? The vitamin D right here, calcium, iron, potassium, all this stuff, right? It's to help. And here's the thing with pineapple, why? Actually, that, this is a good one. Thank you, Teresa. Why this is huge. 
Pineapple is actually help, uh, helps to break down protein, right? Very good for digestion. Very, very good for digestion. Um, you got your onion, your cucumber, cilantro, jalapeno. Ooh, I think I may save this one for myself. That sounds pretty awesome. Right? Yes. Way more fish. And they probably have a lot of fish up there in Ontario, right? What's, what's a good fish up there? What's a, a fish that's um, unique to your area? Oh, cod fillets. That's what it is. Cod fillets. That's, this actually looks pretty good. So anyway, well, let's throw. Uh, let's throw this. So say today is uh, we want to have this for dinner, right? We just slide that in there. And then you have like grilled asparagus with lime and thyme dressing. Look at that. Look how awesome that looks right there, right? Olive oil, Dijon mustard, wine, a uh, red wine vinegar, zest. Look at that. All this. Tell you guys, they take advantage of this, right? 14 day ignite your metabolism meal plan. Let me know if you want this halibut. You want to see what's see what see what comes up with halibut? Um, oh, halibut. Oh, in your area. I, I see. I see. Yeah, and halibut is actually very good. Uh, let's see. Oh, let me spell that right. H. Come on, Rachel. Uh, grilled halibut with chimichurri. Woo! Look at that. I think this, I may save this one too, right? Clove, uh, clove, garlic, shallots, parsley, cilantro, olive oil. Look at that. Chopped cilantro and parsley. Does that look good, ladies? Tell me. Give me a heart. Does that look good to you? Yes. Right? Exactly. And you get the recipe. So you could actually download this recipe. Uh, you know, very family friendly. You could reduce the, you know, if you're only making it for two people, it'll change the ingredients there for you. If you're making it for, you know, five people in your family, it'll change the ingredients for you. Exactly. So yeah, you get this, right? Uh, anything. And you, like I said, you have the search bar over here. So let's, uh, let's move this grilled halibut with chimichurri over here. So let's say this is Tuesday, right? I got a lot of food over here. Let me get rid of some of this bananas, uh, turkey wraps with veggie. Let's take this coffee off. So this is Tuesday, right? On the 14th. We're actually here on the 16th. Oh, so anyway, I think you got to get the gist of it, right? Let's do what, let's get on the day. Let's do this. All right apples let's take the roasted asparagus off let's take this off uh mix salad with avocado let's see what that looks like right uh pistachios yeah see all this looks pretty good right so uh let's see let's take the coffee off let's take uh, the rest of that off so, yeah, like I said, oh, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. So anyway, like I said, you could, you know, uh, grilled veggies. I have grilled peaches. Let's see what comes up. Grilled broccoli, grilled pineapple, grilled, um, grilled green beans, grilled cilantro, lime chicken. Look at that, ladies. I'm telling you, like you... Hey, this is worth it. Like I said, 14-day Ignite Your Metabolism meal plan. Just go ahead and let me know that you want to sign up for it, and I will shoot you the information to create your account. It's free for 14 days. Um, 
you know, it is on subscription, subscription, if that's something that you want to do, but um, I'm letting you, you know, utilize this for 14 days for popping on here and sticking with me through the whole, um, through the whole program, whole workshop. All right. So I hope you got something from this. If you got something from this, let me know, type it in the chat that you enjoyed it. That would be helpful. And if you guys know anyone who you think may be interested in this group, go ahead and, you know, invite them to the group, right? Um, we're going to get things moving here rather quickly, you know, doing more workshops, more, more informative workshops. Uh, so you could use this information to help you. Thank you. Value. I, I'm glad you found some value in this, Teresa. I appreciate that. Um, and then to the Renew You uh, movement, you know, um, my goal is to get 1 million ladies over the course of, I don't know how many years, right? I know that's a big number, but hey, just to try to get many, as many ladies involved in doing something to reclaim their life and health, right? By doing small little things every day um, to improve their health, wellness, and well-being. So um, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it, Rebecca. You know, to get, a, a, to be a part of the Renew You uh, movement, right? Renew something, right? To help. So you can stick around for your kiddos, for your grandbabies and all that. So thank you again, ladies. I'm going to come off a of camera here for a second. All right. Give me one second. All right. So thank you again for uh, joining me on this workshop. I appreciate it. If you have any comments or questions, again, um, Drop them in the, the comment section. If you're interested in the 12-week uh, Renew You uh, Transformation Immersion, let me know. You can DM me. We'll chat about it. And then also for the 14-day uh, free Ignite a meal plan, let me know in the comment section that you want that, and I will send you the information to create your account. All right. So with that being said, you guys be good to yourself. Have a blessed day, and I will chat with you soon. All right. Bye for now.